Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Okay, welcome into Emergency Editions. Olga and Declan Goff of uh, Purple Daily, which comes at uh, 5.34 Central Time on this Monday. Because as you can see by the headline, we have breaking Vikings news. Yes, um, there's only a virtual off-season going on, but reporting uh, by Adam Schefter today, and we just saw this Twitter come across um, this afternoon about an hour or a little less than an hour ago, Pro Bowl running back Dalvin Cook will no longer participate in any Vikings-related activities until and unless he receives a, quote, reasonable deal. A source said Monday, quote, from the source to Schefter, he's out without a reasonable extension. He will not be showing up for training camp or beyond. And before we wait in on this, we should make it very clear. This is probably the least surprising thing in the history of least surprising things. Now, when Dalvin Cook elected to take part in the Vikings virtual off-season program that started in April, that was reported because I think there was an expectation that he, if they had had a real off-season program, wouldn't have shown up. But at that point in time, the expectation, and it has been for, I think, months now, was that Dalvin Cook, who is entering the last year of his his rookie contract, which is a four-year, not five-year deal, because he's a second-round pick, he did not get that fifth-year option. The final year of his rookie contract is due to pay him, uh, Declan, a base salary of $1.3 million, which is dirt cheap, and he's due to count $2 million against the cap. He's an integral part of this offense. But that being said, I want to touch on the reason why I think Cook might have decided that he is uh, saying sayonara to the off-season program at this point and also potentially to training camp and who knows games. I think a report that came out from Ian Rapport of uh, NFL Network last week uh, was very interesting, and I wrote about that at scorenorth.com at the time. And that is this nugget. Starting in 2021, if there aren't fans in the stands at NFL games in 2020, and it looks like there might not be, in 2021, the salary cap in this league, which has always, of course, gone up and up and up, could drop by $40 million or more per team. So if you're the Vikings and until the pandemic thought to yourself, well, we'd rather not pay Cook a lot, but we can, you really can't now. In other words, I think that the Dalvin Cook contract situation could become a major, major deal. And I don't know that there's a bad guy here. I don't blame Cook for trying to get paid. And if the Vikings say, hey, sorry, man, we can't, I don't blame them. So I think that we might be looking at a prolonged holdout here where the Vikings can't just turn around in late July and say, we'll pay you big. This is a guy 
who is going to be, I think, 25 in, in August. He's never played a full 16-game season in his career. He only played four games as a rookie, played 11 in his second year, and was at 14 games because of injuries last year and played very well, and he's a very good player. But all of the red flags that consist around this position and the potential for the salary cap to not go down but plummet, I think puts everybody, the Vikings and Cook in his camp, in a very, very difficult position. And I don't know that there's an answer here. You, you bring up a good point that there's probably no one that's in the right here, or in the wrong, in the wrong, I should say. You know, Dalvin, Dalvin wants his money, and he deserves yep. his money, right? I mean, when he's been on the field, he's been arguably one of the most productive backs in the NFL. That being said, the Vikings do not necessarily have a ton to work with in their cap space either, too, right? So I, the negotiations have been ongoing, I, I'm, and I'm guessing they've been extensive since the draft. What I'm curious about is because now the source leaks to Schefter that Dalvin's camp is now holding out, clearly there's been a snide. Clearly there's been some type of roadblock mm-hmm. in the negotiations to the point where Dalvin now has said, hey, when training camp opens, whenever it opens, I'm no longer going to be there. Because he, he could really, honestly, because if, if there's no training camp job, he doesn't have to go out and say, I'm holding out, because we don't know if there's going to be a training camp. But the fact he did this, to me, tells me that something happened in negotiations, and he's using this now as extra leverage to say, well, you better start figuring it out and pay me because I'm not showing up regardless. But can they? My, my question is this. We have seen all of the all of the issues of uh, Todd Gurley gets paid, right? It backfires. Delvin Cook has never played 16 games in three years. Delvin Cook's a good player. But if the Vikings looked or, or were told, and I'm sure they have been informed, but look, the salary cap might plummet. It might at forty million dollars per team decks or more, fifty million dollars per team. You can't then make a running back a priority. You just can't. And so, so there's a chance that the Vikings went to the Cook camp, and and I believe it was Dugues reported quite some time back that the Dalvin Cook camp was looking for Ezekiel Elliott money, which is fifteen million per year. Um, in the last couple months since then, Christian McCaffrey of Carolina is going to be averaging 16 mil. Now, McCaffrey stays on the field, and that's key. But if they are looking, let's say they're saying, okay, McCaffrey got a lot at 16. Zeke gets sort of what we want, but we'd go 14. If I'm the Vikings, I say no. I can't do that. I can't. The Vikings are not close enough to a championship. The Dalvin Cook and his continued playing on this team is going to put them there. What he could do is put them in cap hell. And Dex, the problem is this, I think at least. The Kirk Cousins contract, right? The Kirk Cousins initial three-year guaranteed contract, incredibly costly. The the Vikings were set to go into the 2020 league year, um, basically broke on cap. So they started to try to get things right. And one move was the two-year, I believe it's $66 million extension that they gave Kirk, which helped them in 2020 immediately. But as you, if you go to over the cap, you can see what that did was that creates cap problems again in 21 and 22. The point is, if this cap comes down as drastically as is being threatened, Kirk Cousins is going to be overpaid. He's going to break you, and you can't then just say, you know what else we'll do? Sign a running back. So, again, I'm not assessing fault here. I am saying that what we thought was sort of a a potential dicey situation but could be worked out now becomes a huge problem 
because I don't think you can pay Dalvin Cook, which might mean he just can't play, has to be traded. I don't know what, but I don't know, given the, the pandemic issues, that this is now a fixable problem when you already have a lot of guys eating up a lot of cap room and Kirk Cousins cannot be just traded or let go. Kirk Cousins is going to be here for a couple of years. And what I've said too, Judd, is if if they were going to lock up Dalvin, then they wouldn't have locked up Kirk Cousins, right? I mean, it, that would have been the priority. If they would have just let Cousins be the lame duck quarterback going into his last year of his contract and then worked on a negotiation for a new uh, contract for Dalvin Cook, I could see a scenario where Dalvin gets paid, gets his money, and the Vikings can eventually not start right over, but go find a cheaper quarterback after the Kirk Cousins era of 2020. They didn't do that. They went and locked him up for an additional at least I know it's a three-year contract, right? But it's really he's really only going to get paid for 21 and 22. But the Vikings can the Vikings can bail, I believe, after the 2021 season without all that guaranteed money. And with Anthony Harris too, I believe he's he's intent to play under his franchise tag, and he's been someone that wants a new contract. Is that something that re- is renegotiated? Renegotiated is, is Anthony Harris now say, you know what? Like, or the or, or, do the Vikings have to come to Anthony Harris and say? Anthony, if we're going to have to pay this guy, then we're going to have to eventually trade Anthony Harris. So there's there's way too many, I think, sticky situations for the Vikings to be in here. I am I am for paying Dalvin Cook uh, because I do think he's a very special back. But you have to set it up very carefully because you can get burned so quickly, Judd. And with the Vikings being so struck to the cap, I, I just don't see how they're going to be able to do this without basically jettisoning someone who's a pretty mainstay off the roster within the next coming days. Yeah, and and they, they actually went and extended Kirk in March because w- without it, they they would have been basically um, up against the cap completely. So they gave, they gave Kirk, Kirk that extension to help themselves r- right now. But I think what we're seeing, Dex, too, to your point, is when you do this, when you play this game for so long, and, and they're a cap guy. Rob Brzezinski is really, really good. He's one of the best in the league. This team, when Rob got here circa 1999, was in terrible cap shape and had been, and he dug them out and for a long time came up with creative contracts. But Declan, at some point in time, something has to give. And and I think what we're seeing is, okay, you extended Cousins to help yourself immediately, but that pushes things down the road, and, and this is not the Vikings' fault but nobody could have seen a pandemic on the horizon. Right. And so if you are, I mean, if you are working under the threat and it might be a threat, but if this happens, it's a huge deal. If you're working on, under the threat of every team's salary cap coming down by $40 million in 21. All right. People have to go. I mean, Dalvin cook probably has to go. Harrison Smith might have to go. You are going to have teams bailing on players. If that happens left and right. And so so in ordinary times, without the pandemic and the threat of the cap coming down, I think the Dalvin Cook discussion of a contract is a little bit tough. And I do think that there is a give and take of the position he plays and the wear and tear and his health and all of those things. But that discussion now, to me, has become incredibly difficult because I'm, I'm sorry if I'm just looking at 2020 positional value in this league, okay? And I am saying to myself, all right, the cap might come way down. Where am I going to invest? Like what positions, what positions and players, but both topics are are important. If Dalvin Cook played cornerback or Dalvin Cook played left tackle, 
I'm probably going to find a way to make that investment. He plays running back. And, and I think the interesting thing is what we're finding at that spot is it is one place, Dex, where the conversation between the analytics community and people that just like football come together. And yeah. I have I, I have not heard a person say, the analytics community is telling football fans that running backs are incredibly valuable and you don't get it. Mike Zimmer is the one person, right, who thinks running backs are great. The rest of us are like, okay, are you sure? So, so Dalvin Cook, to me, while a special talent, while a Pro Bowl player, while a great second-round draft pick, he also falls into line of, if I'm going player and positional value, Dalvin Cook is probably up here, Dex, and positional value is probably about here. It's not like quarterback or cornerback. And what I find interesting, too, in Schefter's report is he said, is he says, to date, the Vikings contract proposes a, to Cook to demonstrate that they are a quarterback first team per the source. But Mike Zimmer and Gary Kubiak seem to be at least a run first team. So it, that's that's the conflicting you know conversations we've had pre-draft and and after the loss of the 49ers of what is the plan here? Are we going to pay Kirk or are we going to pay Dalvin? Are we going to let Kirk go into the last year of his contract? Is Mike Zimmer going to get a contract renewal? What is Spielman's job status to? There was a ton of questions, and I feel like some of them and a majority of them were answered and or swept under the rug after the draft. And now this can of worms with Dalvin Cook has opened up Every, the Pandora's box of what the hell are the Vikings in 2020? What is the plan? What do they want to be going forward? And I, I still, Judd, I don't know what that is when you've locked up your quarterback for two more seasons and you have arguably a top three running back who wants to be paid, but you don't know how to pay him. What, like, what, is, what is your plan here? I think what they are, bear with me here as I try and talk through this. I think what they are is they're a team that wants to acknowledge the quarterback is probably the most important position in sports, right? And they're paying a guy a lot to play that position. And I, and I think they like the fact that he gives them the stability that they, and I'm not saying he's great, but he gives them the stability that they probably have, have not had for the majority, for instance, of your lifetime. All right. Yep. But I think the head coach and the essence of the offense is we need a run first mentality to a, best help that that QB and B in Mike's mind to best help his defense because he wants the ball control. So the defense can remain off the field. So when they're on the field, they, they can be as fresh as possible. I don't know that you can, that, I don't know that what they're trying to do works realistically. I think philosophically they sort of know, but I think if you sit down and realistically look at this, but I would, I would ask you this question. How many teams that want to have a running back like the Vikings have and, and utilize him like the Vikings do with Cook, do you think win Super Bowls now? I just don't think it's the formula. And so, so yeah, I'm with you. I think it does come off as convoluted, and I don't think that they have a really, really good idea of how to execute it. And do you need Dalvin Cook? Could Madison be the guy? I don't know. But in a salary cap league, especially with quarterbacks being as expensive as they are, you can't afford to pay everybody. And the Vikings, to what you're saying, have made their choice that they're going to pay Kirk Cousins again, right or wrong. And I think the good and the bad of a team like San Francisco making the Super Bowl 
from the Vikings standpoint is, oh, look, you can overpay for a quarterback who, at least salary-wise, is not as good as his numbers, as his, as his dollar signs indicate. But if you scheme right and you have the right coaching staff, you can get to a Super Bowl. And San Francisco's running back committee was, was amazing last year. But this is a league that you get figured out pretty quickly. And if I'm betting who gets figured out more and has a Super Bowl hangover next year, Kansas City or San Francisco, I'm leaning more towards San Francisco having the hangover than Kansas City is because KC's got the quarterback who can make up for all the deficiencies. And that might sound crazy that that one position, that one thing that is is bigger than, than everything else, it does make it that gigantic of a difference. So, yes, it was cool to see San Francisco use this blueprint that was unconventional in a way, and Jimmy G's a different quarterback than Kirk, but it's very. I think their blueprints are extremely similar. What the Vikings want to be is exactly what the 2020 San, or 2019 San Francisco 49ers were. But can you do that repeatedly in the NFL? I don't think you can. It, it's, it's a very difficult league. But then here's what I don't get. If, if you're going to take that blueprint, which, by the way, I sort of like. Yeah. But if you're going to take the blueprint of the philosophy of the uh, 2019 San Francisco 49ers, how is the blueprint not this? We're going to spend as much as we have to on our lines. That's about the lines. You then bring in the running backs who are like, oh, there's a hole, and there's another hole, and there's another hole opened up by whom? The lines. And what does that line also do? That line is productive in blocking for said quarterback. This is why I don't get this whole, like, if you're going to spend, this is the one thing that from the day he got here, Brad Childress totally got. And it's a football cliche, but it's accurate. Your success starts up front. Your success does not start in the backfield with your running back. Running good, halfway decent running back can figure out how to hit the holes, right? So so the blueprint that you're talking about, which, by the way, I like, it's fine, starts up front. It starts with having beasts up front who can block and open up holes for running backs and protect a quarterback. And and so for the Vikings to be to be saying, yeah, but Dalvin, Dalvin Cook's special, that's fine. The other thing, too, that the Vikings have to do is if they're going to sign Cook to the contract that he wants, one, he can't get hurt, which is an impossible ask. Yeah. He can't get hurt. Two, you're going to have to start to consistently throw to him and have him run and line him up in different spots. He's going to, be, he's going to have to be an absolute not running back bell cow, but a bell cow all over a la McCaffrey, can he do that? He can if he's healthy, but I don't know how consistent that that's going to be. In some ways, I will say I think it's good that that the threat of the cap going down, probably Declan's going to force the Vikings' hand, though, mm-hmm. because they are going to have to decide. And, again, if the Cook camp is coming in and saying, hey, you know what we'd really like? We really need McCaffrey or a Zeke-type payday. I think the Vikings have to say, we'll either try and trade your client or he's going to have to sit. I just – I don't see how you take that risk because God forbid it, you know, if that cap drops by 40 mil for 2021, you are going to be so far over that puppy going into March of next year. And, and I understand that Brzezinski can probably get creative with, uh, with a Dalvin Cook extension, but at some point in time, again, to what I said before, all of that catches up to you. You yep. can't just keep saying, Hey, Rob, be creative, be creative. We've seen it. It's already caught up to the Vikings in a large way. So I guess as we wrap up here a little bit, I, I would say the final question I have is a two-parter here. One, if, if you're going to pay Dalvin Cook and you have to keep him fresh, and that also means Alexander Madison has to play more, or at least has to spell him more to keep him more fresh. But if you want him to be 
the bell cow running, not bell cow running back, but jack of all trades running back, I should say. How do you also keep him off the field to preserve his health while also justifying trying to pay him all that money? You just answer why you can't pay him. There I is. mean, you just that that's why you can't do it. That's why that's why I, I think this is a situation where positional value is more important than the player himself. If he played a different spot, at which point I could answer your question. If what you just said to me, I could come back and say, X, Y, Z, Declan, here's what I could do. Then I'd say, you know what? I'd probably try and pay him. But you just threw out exactly what the conundrum is. And I would rather take the money that I would that I would spend on Cook and invest it in my offensive line because I can find running backs who might not be as good as Cook but are going to be pretty damn good, okay? I've had problems at my guard spots, at my tackle spots, and, and now hopefully for the Vikings' sake, Ezra Cleveland, the rookie they took uh, drafted in April, will help them at left tackle. But I would rather address those spots. And, and I really think that we have moved into an era – in this league where you have to not just look at names, but you have to look at where they play and say, you know what? I'll pay quarterbacks. I'll pay a left tackle for sure. I'll pay guards more than I used to pay guards. Top echelon wide receivers, perhaps. Like like if I went through the whole thing of who would I pay at what positions, running back wouldn't be last, but it sure as hell would be closer to last than first. And that's just the unfortunate truth. For a guy like Dalvin Cook in 2020, he he flat out came around as a player at the wrong time. Yeah, it's not his fault, but he did. Yeah, and and you can find Alexander Madison's of the world who was a great running back last year. They found in the second or third round, like you said, you can always find them. I I I do think that Dalvin is the exception to the rule. I'd like to say that, but I mean, how many times did people covering the Rams probably say that about Todd Gurley? People are probably saying the same thing about Christian McCaffrey. And at the end of the day. Can those guys produce those numbers into their late late 20s, early 30s? And typically, history says they can't. So it, it's a conundrum. It, it gives us a little bit something more to talk about. It's a can of worms that, once again, well, we, like have, we have pried yeah. back open here for the next few weeks, and it's going to be fun to break it down. Okay, again, uh, Adam Schefter, ESPN, reporting Dalvin Cook will reportedly hold out from a training camp for the Vikings without a new contract. Uh, he wants a new deal. And uh, supposedly things are not going well and or they're just at a simple stalemate right now. This has been an emergency episode of Purple Daily. I'm Judd. He's Declan. Yes, ordinarily we are hockey guys, but we can talk football on a hot June day in a pinch. We'll talk to you later.